So, how was that hilarious thing? Actually, we could talk about how um, we got assaulted for Xbox uh, gamer tags. Yes, we did. I didn't know that could even happen. <laughs> the charming young lady came. Well, you were just giving it away, right in your shirt. Talk about giving it away. Yeah, yeah. No, right there for everyone to see. True, but all of my stuff on my shirt said Starver Gaming, so maybe people would have thought that that would be my gamer tag. That's what she did think. Which, if I don't like you, that is my gamer tag. And if I do like you, ask me for what it really is. But it's probably not a stretch. An absolutely enormous gamer score. That so that is why people are attracted to your gamer tag. Is a way of putting it. She just must have known. She must have seen it somewhere. Oh my god, it's the vibe. Oh my goodness. Leo probably told her, actually. Leo tells a lot of people about my enormous gamer score. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> we should start. The, that's enough. Normally about here, some like 90s TV show theme song comes on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not good enough at doing that kind of stuff. No. It's going to be witty banter, title, intro. Welcome to the Friendly Firecast. This is episode number 18. It's a lean meme ship today. I've got me and, and someone else here, and it's not who you think. You could have just introduced me. Yeah, well, I don't know what I was doing. Who are you? There are any sweet people here. Ben from MMGN. Also regular host regular of this host. podcast. I'm, getting, I'm pretty regular. It's You're like I've been having my podcast fiber. We have a good trio normally, but Leo is away for seven episodes. As he likes to say, in America. Yeah, which is America, if you do not understand Leo speak. Yes, which is highly probable actually yeah. because Leo. America is like the the dumb thing. Murka? Murka? kids these days. Oh really? really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm too old for this kind of stuff. Okay, I'm cool. Dub Steve from Survivor.com. Obviously, I'm <laughs> somehow I'm the host. Like that has to lead in intros, but half the time I'm not here. You know, at least I'm not Gaetano. At least I'm not Gaetano. Not here again. Yeah, but somehow managing to. Uh, Make sure he's at Star Trek. No, he's not going to Star Trek. He's either. not coming. Well, I can't make fun of him for that then. Well, we're going to Star Trek. He might actually be sick. Probably not. Even if I was like on my deathbed, I would still drag myself yeah. out of bed to go to a preview screening of Star Trek into darkness. I'm just going to assume he's downloaded another dating app and he's contracted something from people who use dating apps. True. It's, it's not, by the way, a preview screening of the Star Trek video game. Because no. I would fake sick to avoid that. Well, not then because you wouldn't know it was terrible. True, actually. Yeah. Did you line up to play it at E3? Yes. It was worth it. I got a shirt and everything. I was going to wear the shirt to the movie tonight, and then I thought people would probably hit me with rocks. The people who are going to the Star Trek movie would probably not do that. Well, they might hit me with rocks to try to steal the shirt. Oh, maybe. Or they might hit me with rocks because they somehow thought I had anything to do with the game. I feel like you could outrun them. Possibly. Maybe. We're being stereotypical, but yes, most Star Trek fans probably do not have very good cardiovascular systems. Yes. Yes. Um, This is episode 18 of the Friendly Firecast. I think I said that. Who would have thought 18? I know. It's like, it's 17 more than I thought we'd do. I think if we get two more, we hit our old podcast tally of 20. Nice. We were at 24, so we still have a little while away. We have some podcasting to beat. Um, We have segments on this show. 
the first segment kind of. Actually, when we offer decent prizes, suddenly everybody has access to email again. Did you notice that? I didn't check the email, but I got a few messages asking me why they hadn't got a response via email. Tons of email. <laughs> That's awesome. Tons of comments and Facebook posts. We did actually really well this time. Thank you for playing in the Friendly Fire Secret Sound Challenge. We also got a few uh, too hard, how do I find this secret sound? But it's like literally, if you were to skip to the end, which you shouldn't, it would be really easy to find. Use your ear balls. It is in the last two minutes, generally. If you're looking for the secret sound for this week, you're wrong. You're in the wrong place. This is the secret sound from last week. But if you're wanting to know if you're one... If you did win, you should listen now. Yes. So who won? So did I play the sound as that or do I play it later? Nah, we'll I think we just, we just played it. I'll right? just put it like five or six times in okay. the middle of us speaking about it. Um, the winner, my iPad is locked. The winner of the secret sound for this week, and I'm probably going to destroy your name and I'm really sorry, Gabriella Vivis Vivis. Gabriella V. Well done, Gabby. Yeah. You know who you are. You're on, uh, I think you put up, we saw your post first. We weren't sure how we were going to do it, but coincidentally, we took all of the winners, put them in a hat, and drew out your name anyway. So even if it was first or not, you still won. Maybe yes. we have to, if we well, we'll keep entering. first email that we couldn't quite guarantee was the first post across every platform. She also posted on the Facebook wall, and yeah. actually I do believe the Facebook wall was first. Pretty sure. From the timestamp. But, because we weren't sure, we drew names out of a hat, and she still won anyway, so... Must have been. She's got like a horseshoe. That is like fate. A horseshoe is just like rammed up somewhere on her person. Either way, you win a copy of that Injustice. That was Justice. the way that I said that. A copy of Injustice on Xbox 360, which you will get pretty much immediately when I get in contact with you, and... Like, a very slightly delayed copy of Sly Cooper because I think it's at Leo's house and Leo, as uh, aforementioned, is in America. But we will make sure we get Sly that to you. Sly Cooper on PS3. Sly Cooper on 3 might have one somewhere. <gasps> anyway. Maybe. We'll at the very least, you'll get it at some point. Yeah. With our profound apologies if you have to wait until Leo is back from E3. Yes. But think of the anticipation. You can play Injustice on PS on Xbox 360 while you're waiting. For Unless you don't have an Xbox 360. Well, then you can sell it. And get a copy of Sly Cooper on PS3 faster. Which yeah. is probably not the... Maybe you could spy Justice on PS3. If, that makes more sense. Let's move along. Yeah, you can do all those things. If you want to uh, listen to the secret sound at the end of the podcast, you can guess. Send a thingy to us via a number of different channels, and you can win something excitingly awesome, which we have yet to figure out. But that's really how it we do it here. It won't be Star Trek the game. It could be actually, but I don't know if we're trying to do good prizes instead of take the piss prizes. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, well, then it won't be Star Trek. Um, Ben, what have you been playing this week? Not a lot, but I have to remember that I played some Grid 2 last week. How was that? I was supposed to write about it, but I have not yet. Maybe I have when you listen to this. Maybe. I doubt it. Probably not. Nicholas uh, from our site went, and he is like the racing game aficionado of, yeah. of the world, not even the site. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is a world-recognized car dude. Also cool. lost a lot of weight. Also not drinking Coke. I'm kind of jealous of the losing weight bit. Not sure if I want to let go of Coke. A cola, yeah. just for the record. <laughs> um, Good guy. He liked it. I can't remember what he said. He said that he tried driving with the steering wheel and it was really hard and he would switch to a controller. Uh, it was better. We actually did it in this very room that we're sitting right now. So I had an audience of people who think they could do it way better than me. Um, I was pretty terrible. Let's put it out there. Yeah. 
Uh, first race, I kind of use the walls to bounce off them and try to win that way. That's how I drive. Just Apparently, that's wrong. Foot down on gas and yeah. steer and hope that you. It win. was um, very kind of back end heavy, like American muscle car. You turn and the back end just kind of swings out and crashes into everything. Ah, physics. Um, yeah, that's all involved. It's no Mario Kart. Um, so you can't you can't make the hard car just like hop when you're about to take a corner. So you like skid a bit and gain. You have to like speed. drift properly. Oh, what? Nope, I'm out. Yeah. Well, then the next course was like no barriers. It was like a cliff. So my tactic was out. So that would have felt to me like uh, Need for Speed: The Run, where I just kept smashing into death every two meters. Well, on one side, so my left there was this cliff which could just like bolt off of. On the right, there were some trees and stuff, and I kept hitting the trees, trying to avoid going too far left to drive off the edge. So I never went off the edge, but I hit a lot of trees. Um, and fortunately, you have a rewind feature, so you can only use it once or twice in the race. Oh, uh, that's the... I, I would need it. do need that. Can you spend Microsoft points or something to get that unlocked, so. unlocked permanently? Because I would pay for that. And then my most enjoyable race was in kind of a normal, fast, easy-to-steer car. I don't know, some type of, like, British racing car. There's all different types of cars, is what I should be saying. Oh, yes. And I actually won that one, so that was pretty good. So everybody was kind of feeling like they needed to like win a game, or just unrelated? No, they were just they were just going through, it's like a 20-minute preview session, so just going through the different types of cars. Ah, gotcha. That was the only one I could kind of comprehend and drive in. And then the very last one was the hardest race, which the PR rep said he'd hardly finished, and you were in a Veyron, which is the fastest land car, Anyone who's watched Top Gear would know. That's how I knew I it did was. know that. It looks like a Batmobile. Yeah, same yeah. thing. So a race of like 10 of them, and every 10 seconds or something is an elimination. So the last car gets out. Uh, and it's like super hard AI. So I played for like 10 seconds. As soon as you hit anything, you get like damage, and then you can't turn right because you accidentally scraped that bit of car. Super hard. I was terrible. But our end boss, our tech dude at MLGN, had a go and like almost won. Really? And the PR guy from Codemasters or Namco hasn't finished it yet. Ah. So the, he, he must have almost flipped that because I was terrible. Ah, so it sounds like you had pretty a mixed bag. But no, you're on the side of fun? I'm not a racing dude, but I can see that the hardcore types would like it. Yeah, you're into realism, not like Mario Kart. You know, like Forza and GT5, I think that just Forza, actually, I was very uh, dependent on the rewind feature. And yes. also the track line, which tells that you when to break and steer. That's my favorite thing in the world, because I just looked at that the entire game. I do need that. Yeah. And if you don't need that kind of stuff like Nicholas did, I can't quite remember the specifics, but he was pretty positive in the end. Once he yeah. figured out that the steering wheel was apparently not the way to go. Um, maybe Ben's preview will be up on MMGN. Definitely our preview's up on uh, Survivor, so... Uh, don't go to their site. Come to ours. Read them both for an opinion from someone who knows what he's talking about and then me. Yes. That would be fun. We should like do like joint previews where one person has no idea about the genre or the franchise yeah. and the other person's like diehard fan. I think we'll hit too many genres where we realize we both want to be the don't know anything guy. Yeah. I, and that will ruin our career. I desperately want to be the don't know anything <laughs> guy. But that being said, I research everything that I go into before mm. I do it so that would never actually happen, right? Well, yes. Well, I'm taking a hole. I shouldn't say that. I'm going to an event in the future which I cannot discuss. And one of the questions about attending it was, uh, do you know any... A weird question. We don't get asked this ever. Was, what's the genre you're not familiar with? Uh, trying to get me to say MMO because that is what the game might or might not be. Uh, and I 
not really familiar with MMO, but I don't want to say that because then you sound like an idiot. Yeah. So I said I played Defiance. It's not really an MMO. That's, a, that's, that's an online shooter because I said MMO when we were giving away copies of Defiance and I was told that that wasn't correct. Well, technically it is correct, but it's not real. Yeah, it's not. But that's really my MMO history. I've played a bit of World of Warcraft and I said, I don't understand why you waste 18 either. hours a day on this. Do you like MMOs? Please, for the love of God, tell us why. Yeah, friendlyfirecast at gmail.com. If you would <laughs> like to hold use at me for that, go ahead, friendlyfirecast at gmail.com or any of the other ways that you can get a hold of us. Guess the sound, etc. What have you been playing, Steve? Um, I have been playing Remember Me, and in, in true... Oh, yes. In true, same as just before fashion, our preview is up, and your preview is pretty much almost up. Like, I saw you typing away. written-ish. <laughs> And we're having the same, we were talking about having the same exact problems trying to write this review. Preview. Preview. Did I say review? Whoops. Review. Per review, I said. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into the reasons why? Or do you want me to try to lay it out? It's a hard one. It's, I'll just read you exactly what I wrote, but that's just terrible. So that's pretty much my problem. It's really mm. hard to explain the combat system without just explaining it word for word in like, 500 words, how you play, and that is a terrible preview, if you've ever read one oh, like really? that. You want to kind of summarize, if it's combat's different, you want to liken it to something, in this case, Batman. Yeah. With that, the actual combat is easy. Yes, it's it the, is. the back-end system for the combat. The combo, getting the combos. Yeah, so the easy way to explain it is you get to pick your own combos. You set them up yourself. Yeah. It gets complicated by these presons, presons. Presons? I think they're called pressings because they're like button presses on your controller. Well, that's what I like in it. So you can, you get X and Y button presses and you get a finite amount of these X and Y presses and some of the buttons are health based and some are combat based and some are like link to next combo based and some are cooldown based. But you start off with two to start with. So when you begin, you only have a three chain combo. Yeah, oh, and pretty quickly after you get a five chain. So and you get a seven one like three yeah. hours in or so. And I guess you probably get another one later on. Seventeen hit combo. It's probably a ten. Probably I a would ten. have thought. Yeah. Um so you can have three attack yep. combos if you hit and the further you get in the combo the more powerful it is. Correct. So your first attack, a little bit of damage, by the time you get to the third bit in the combo you dish out way more. Correct. But it doesn't have to be damaged. What else can it be? You could do... So if you had a three-hit combo and you just started the game at that point, you could have health, damage, 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 health, damage, health, damage. Yeah. You can... As long as you have the pressing free to put in the combo, you can rearrange the three presses with every type that you want and you can respec it as much as you... as often as you want without penalty... So you, you're encouraged to basically not only experiment with how you put the presses in order, but respec when you hit a different enemy type or a boss to try to take advantage of some weakness that you've noticed. Is that, yeah. Is that a, yeah, so the other two... I already feel like I'm failing in describing. Health, obviously, instead of dishing out damage, if you hit that, it gives you health back. Instead yes. of taking away... It doesn't increase your health bar, but it like gives you health that you've lost. Yes. Yeah. The other two are cooldown, which, well, we should, before we get to that, we True. should mention you have five, or you get up to five special powers. Correct. Pretty much. Yeah. And once you use one of those, you have to wait 30 seconds, 90 seconds, depending on what the power is. Yeah. I think theory was about a minute. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Before you can use it again. Yeah. 
And so, before we get into that, are we talking about Fury? Are you going to talk about the other ones first? Uh, go ahead. No. Sorry. Because. This is why we're struggling to write this down in like one sentence. And, and you've got to like make it flow. You have to have your structure. And I feel like... You have to do good English. Do good English? <laughs> I do such good English. Um, so the combat to me is like Arkham... Well, the Arkham, Ar- Batman Arkham franchise. But it's slower. And mm. you can't smash the buttons as fast. It's very rhythmic and it's very slow rhythmically. It, that's a good way to put it. And I found that, like, it's it's pretty stock standard, like X's and Y's or punches and, and kicks and stuff. Um, B. What did B do? I forget what B did. Is this something to do with the, with the special theory powers and stuff? No, that was like. It was trigger triggers. B Ooh, does man. something that I can't remember, so we'll just forget about it. And A is the, <clears throat> the dodge button. And, like, you're fighting groups of enemies who surround you, basically, and you kind of take them on in combos, and if an enemy's going to hit you, it gets an exclamation point above its head. And in, like, true Arkham City style, I was double-tapping A to vault over their heads, and then realizing about an hour into playing the game that I didn't have to hit it twice. I just had to hit it because I was going literal Batman Arkham City on it. Fury, once you activate it, how to explain Fury? Fury basically just... Takes down your enemy in front of you. Isn't it like a launch and bolt at them? Is that that? Yeah. That one's Fury? It fe- Fury to me felt like actual speed Arkham games when you're like really far into your combo and you're kind of cocky and you're just like bouncing back and forth between bad guys taking them out. That's yeah, what that's, Fury yeah. feels like to me. I just remembered B was execute. That's right! Which were actually really cool little execute moves. Yep. Yep. So. See, now this is where the structure goes down. We spent too much time talking about... Oh, so yeah. like a cooldown pressing can be used to decrease the 60-minute... 60-second. 60-second. 60-minute. That'd be the worst cooldown ever. Um, yeah, so it takes, I think, 15 seconds off each time you successfully use it in a combo, depending yeah. on where it is. I think that's the bait. I don't know. I'm kind of throwing out numbers now. Like, I'm not... Well, you need it for like, the bosses and mini-bosses. Yeah. Combos do not work in any of them. You need to use your five special powers. And beat the stuffing out of them. The one yeah. guy that I fought. There were one of the ones later on, um, you didn't use Fury, you used another one which I've forgotten the name of. And she was like floating around in the air and you couldn't hit her because you don't know which one's a real her. What? There's like five of her. And you have to use one of, you have well, three different powers you can use to try to figure it to get her. You can use like an explosion one which just makes everything go crazy and the real one falls over and the others don't. Yeah. Or you can do something which gets enemies who are real floating in the air or something, I don't know. Anyway, it's you got a bunch of bad drugs or something. It took a, it was actually that was weird. <laughs> um, as is the whole game, it's a yeah. weird story, and like we haven't got to the main point yet, which is the remixing of the memories. Yeah, well, I don't even understand. I was think, I was writing it, and I'm like, you're fighting an evil memory corporation that takes records memories. I'm not exactly sure. What they're doing that is I so evil at this point. They well, I had her as a slave, but sold these memories. You can just go buy one from like a vending people. machine. Yeah, and I think humanity got hooked on these memories because they weren't doing anything themselves. They were just buying memories, enjoying that, no, yeah. and not living. So they wanted to get rid of memorize. So it's like total recall without a three boob woman. Yet, could yet, yeah. We haven't played the entire game. Watch this space. Um, but remixing was really cool. Um, I only played one memory remix. You, I think you played... There were two, two in the first 
five-ish hours. Yeah, I played about three hours. So I guess there's probably only four-ish in the whole game, but... Yeah. But they're really, really cool. So yeah. it's like... It took me a long time to do the second one. I'm not going to explain what it was about at all, but just... Cool. When you figure <laughs> it out, you're like, oh my god, I'm a genius. I figured out... Oh, how is it rewarding? Like, frustrating? Or it rewarding? was frustrating at first because I had two guys sitting next to me watching me play, and I knew one of them at least knew what to do because he'd played through it already. Ah, and it's like... Cheap. Don't tell me, but I also just want to know because I can't figure it out. There was one small... Basically, you have to change. You have to get a cert set result in this one. I don't know if the other ones will let you... I think the first one you pretty much had to as well. But yeah. maybe there's a bit more variety in the things you can tweak to try to get there. Either way, how you made it happen was a mixture of about six different changes, and you had to get them all right to nice. make this happen. So the way that a memory remix works is that you go into someone's mind, and you can see a memory play out and you can fast forward and you can rewind throughout the memory and that's normally what people can do in this world but Nilan Nilan yeah the main character of the game has the ability to remix memories which means not only can she go and view the memory she can kind of go and tweak chain uh, tweak um, details in the memory which lead to the memory kind of deviating from its original course and you know going somewhere else so for an easy without spoiling example, yeah. taking the gun off the uh, safety off of a gun, the character wouldn't know that it's off because he remembers putting it on. True, and that could obviously change the course of events. Can we talk about? I already did it in the previous the first one. one. Get mad at me. I won't talk about the specifics, but what happens is Nilan Nilan gets attacked by um, like a mercenary, basically. Yeah, and she goes into the person's mind, sees why they have motivations to, you know, work for person A, organization A, and tweaks the memory so in the end the attacker remembers being on your side so you kind of gain an ally without having to fight said ally. Except you're fighting in her mind. Yes. It's, it's That's really, not too spoilery, is it? No, no. Yes, it's hard because as much as we're trying to not spoil anything, we also don't know what happens in the whole back half of the game, which is where mm. I feel it's all going to be explained. So we don't really know what we're talking about. But I kind of like, like, I like that aspect of it. It's very sci-fi. It's got that kind of like total recall, Blade Runner-esque vibe. It's it's a cool little world to be in that's slowly revealing, well, hopefully, from, from what I've seen so far, it's slowly revealing itself to me. So I'm assuming that's going to continue and everything's going to make sense by the end. Yeah. Um, and it comes out in a month. That's like, that's just the only yeah, thing I don't I- understand guess the only thing we haven't covered is we got to play, well, we had the opportunity to play four hours on easy. Yeah. So it would be like six hours on medium. Yeah. And the only other game I've ever played that much from in a preview was Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah. Everything else is like maybe an hour, probably 20 minutes normally. It was kind of weird that you get this long and normally it would be a very confident developer or publisher. Yeah. But also I think because it's such a strange game, you it need that seems much similar, it. but you don't understand it from the first hour. Yeah. I, I think, hopefully, Capcom's realizing that they've got a month to go, and they haven't really done a lot of, like, PR work on this title. So not yeah. only do they need to explain it, they need, like, people to really get it, and they need people a month before release to kind of speak very positively about the game, which I did. I really like it, but yeah, I'm, I'm worried were- that it's going to... It's going to just be missed by a lot of people who just don't know anything about this game. I don't think there were too many previews today. I didn't see that many, but... We were the first on M4G, and I checked back, and there weren't a lot going up. So I, I believe don't... the 
code we played was designed for print instead of online. Um, mm. Just because we're in Melbourne, that's all they had at the time. That's what we got to play. Fair enough. Maybe. Well, I upheld the embargo time of 12.01 on the 6th of May, so skabam. Thank you, Mad M4G hits of people with their lovely... Really, M4G hits. With their, with their lovely comments that are neither depressing or ragey or childlike or anything else. Anyway, not the point. Cool. Did you like it? Ultimately? Are you still yeah, ultimately I liked it, but I did leave um, probably undecided. Yeah? I liked it, but I think the second half of the game is way more important than the first half. True. See, so they're going to wrap it up and blow your mind somewhere, or it'll just kind of fizzle away. So I will see. I closed off my preview because I couldn't decide on which one I wanted to use. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to use both, like sort of half puns. Remember me is a game I'm not sure to forget, or not soon to forget any any time soon. That was a, it was a better sentence than that. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't need memory remixing to walk away with positive uh, feelings of, about this game or something like that. See, it's too late. I'm tired. Just. Fill in the blanks. Something, make it, okay. Make it sound better than... You could have just, just gone with remember to play Remember Me. Remember. True. Matt, um, Matt got, my partner got called into work this morning at 2.30 in the morning, and if that happens, usually I have to wake up, because if he has to get up to go to the hospital, then I have to get up to go to the hospital. So I'm on, like, not good sleep time. Hey, you could have gone home. You didn't have to come and watch Star Trek. No, no, no. no. Remember what I said about being near death? I would still yeah. show up. Um, what else have you been playing? I don't or think experiencing would be a better I've word. I've been experiencing anything else. Uh, haven't That's you? It. I, I changed from playing to experiencing because I'm thinking of a weird ass VR unit that. Oh! Ah. Some Oculus Rift time for about two minutes, really. Before you felt like vomiting? Yes. That was what I did. So I think we played, for those that don't know, it's the virtual reality. Uh, Kickstarter project, which is now ready in development form. This isn't the one that will be sold to the public yet, I believe. And you pretty much put on an eye mask, goggles, screen, virtual boy type concoction. It's, it's like a better virtual boy that you just strap onto your face rather than just like... Yeah, pretty much. In. Yeah. And then you can kind of look around and you your world moves with your head. Yeah. Um, in the demo we played, you had no arms or legs, just a head. Yeah, which was... Creepy. I think that's the demo that comes with it, and the that's feet, what made the me feet sick. bothered you, not having feet. Kind of, and just what bothered me the most was I don't think you played it when we first like launched it up or in a house upstairs. Yeah, I couldn't. I, you I couldn't figure out how to get in the house. Yeah, I got a bit too and sick before I decided. These guys, other guys played it a bit, and then I ended up at the top of the stairs and had to walk down them again. Oh. And that momentum of kind of very slowly. This is before I figured out how to run. You moved down like very slowly, and dropping was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I just didn't like having arms. I looked down where I thought my arms would be, and I expected arms. It kind of feels like your eyes are seeing like you're on something moving, but your body's not moving. True. Which, it got a bit better for me. We, we put on Team Fortress 2. That was you, better. And you can look down and see your body and your arms and stuff. Like, it's not moving in time with you, but it yeah. still like made me feel a little bit better. But the movement just kind of made me feel a bit ill. It's kind of the opposite of like car sickness. Instead of moving and not seeing where you're moving, you're seeing where you could be going, but you're not moving. 
it's almost like if you're watching a movie and they do that thing where they like mount a camera on the person's head and it's like usually it's like a sequence when they're on drugs and stuff and they're walking but their head is like perfectly still and like all the background around them is moving erratically yeah, and weird like in the Hangover 3 trailer there's like Zach Galifianakis running from like that weird guy behind him and it's like a shot of him and the air, like everything moving around him but he's still because he's running yeah that unsettling well kind of when we played Team Fortress I wasn't controlling me I was looking and my <laughs> player then ran off a massive cliff and that kind of felt like <clears throat> if you have a dream where you're falling and you're not actually falling but you feel for a second that you are then you normally wake up yeah or you die I think and you in this case there, yeah well, that's, that's, that's your religion in this case you did die in game and somehow yeah. you like came out of your yeah. body to watch him <laughs> die into a person which uh, I can't imagine weird. would have been a great feeling if you were in the person's head. And the one that screwed us up more was kind of like you're in a weird room, unfinished main oh, room. And you could just clip it. was just it. A, yeah, a grey room with like a desk in the middle and like something sticking out of one of the walls. I don't know what that was. Like a, it was a very poor art installation slash yeah. like futuristic bookshelf. There's a shelfy thing. And running into walls that when we figured out how to sprint it's kind of freaky because if you look at it on the monitor, no big deal. When it's strapped to your face and you can't see anything but this, it feels like you're bolting towards something your head's going to smash into. I could deal with that feeling. It was then once you passed the object and you hit, like, infinite void of, like, black, that freaked me out. Yeah, that was weird. This isn't a real game, but uh, no, no. you can play it on the development kit. It, it reminded me of, like, when you're playing the Wii for the first time, and you're like, oh, my God! And then, like, eventually you just, like, don't care anymore because it's the novelty that you've gotten over. That's what Oculus Rift kind of feels like to me. I think the big problem was it's hard to play with it. I don't play a PC that often, but not knowing which keys I was using. Yeah. Not that you look at it when you're playing, but you just don't know where anything is. But, yeah, but if you do lose where your fingers are on a keyboard, you can look down and get a pretty good, you know, like, you can reacquaint your fingers pretty easily. If you have a controller, like you're used to the controller feel, so your thumbs can do muscle memory and stuff, that's fine. But yeah, like I lost where my arrow keys were and I had to kind of lift the the Oculus up and look down quickly and then put it back on. It's it's cool. It's it was, I wouldn't want to strap that on if I was playing a game all the time. No, well someone made a hack, I guess, of playing Skyrim with Kinect. So essentially you have both your arms swinging around like a sword and power. Uh, connect. It seems like he was had better control. I don't know how he moved forward and back. Um, uh, but it seems to work better. It feels very early development. I don't think this technology will be anything good for another five years at least. Agreed. I hope it's not because if I have to keep playing games like that, I'm not going to be a very happy I think it's going to be the next Xbox or PlayStation will buy it as their Kinect equivalent. Yeah. It's a new thing, but it's not really used. I don't want to do Nike Plus Connect with that strapped to my face. Just no. personally, just saying. Um, that was a thing. Anything else you want to say about it? No. News. News, 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 news. You haven't done that in a while. That was the news theme song. Okay. Yeah, you're like, don't, don't <laughs> even know what you're talking about. I thought we had more like those 40s radio announcer news theme song. Oh, no, I don't know. Um, let's just talk about the news, maybe. Yeah. Call of Duty. Ghosts. Not Black Ops, not Modern Warfare, just Ghosts. Well, they put in the press release, Infinity Ward's dude, I don't know what he does, probably a producer, 
they're all pretty much producers, mm. said, hey, you thought we were going to do Modern Warfare 4, didn't you? But that would be the safe option. We're like totally next-gen and on the like forefront of hardware or whatever, so it's time for a challenge and something new. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's I'm pretty laughing. much what he said. I'm not laughing. That's It's a very serious... Yeah. So, I, I was um, not expecting a Call of Duty game. That's why I just, it's that's Modern Warfare 4, though. That would be the safe option. Ghost is not the safe option. From that trailer, which is... Um, I don't really know what I was saying. Uh, Masks are important. Yeah. And ghosts have masks. Well, you kind of... You know, it meant to be to see them, so... Ghosts don't have masks. Ghosts... Well, ghosts do have masks, but you can't see them because they're hiding on ghosts, like, with their masks on. In case you do see them, because then they will pop out and scare you. I can only assume it's meant to be, like, a... We're, like, sneaking ghost kind of stealth-based, off-the-record team. Yeah. But... Or are we just thinking of, like... Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. It's exactly that, or mm-hmm. um, Splinter Cell Blacklist, but not yeah. that. Splinter Cell Ghost Blacklist. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, it's a it's a Call of Duty game. It's an Infinity Ward year because you know you don't have a couple wait a year a couple years wait between Call of Duty games. You have an Infinity Ward and then a Treyarch, and then Infinity and it's Ward better than Infinity Treyarch. Ward every year. At least they get two years. Yeah. That said, all their old staff got fired or quit or something, pretty much. So. Yeah, well, Respawn, um, which Frank Zampari, and I forget the other guy's name. West. Western West. Zampari? Campari? No, Campari's a drink. Nope, it's a place where you get drinks in Melbourne. Anyway, the former Infinity Ward guys, the guys who created Call of Duty. Is that true? That is true. Um, broke off to do Respawn, and Respawn is partnering with EA, and they are revealing... Their uh, game eighty three, which we expect to be called Titans, and oddly enough, the guys who created Call of Duty are making a game that sounds oddly like Call of Duty. Well, with a focus on multiplayer play. Well, the only kind of saving grace is Ghosts will have a new engine. Apparently, don't know how new it will be, but well, it's got to be newer than what they're using currently because that's an old engine. We were talking yes. about that last, like, couple of podcasts ago, actually. Probably, like, five years ago. Oh, hell, it's this code engine. Yeah. Still there. Yep. Well, not anymore. No. Not with ghosts. So that's coming out in November, would you believe? Yes. Who would have guessed? Um, did you notice how EA didn't do anything at the Sony presentation? I hadn't the noticed PS4? it. I kind of got I will, I will draw your attention to that fact. There were rumors that potentially mm. Sony wasn't there because Sony was going EA to... Was, or, sorry, EA Sony wasn't, was there. Sony was at Sony's, I'm pretty sure. Sony won't be at Microsoft's, but that's, you know, for very obvious reasons. Um, EA wasn't at Sony. They Rumors were running rapid that EA was going to be at uh, the Xbox reveal with their amazing new title, Battlefield 4. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, EA's not there. And Call of Duty Ghosts becomes the title that will be shown off in all of its glory at Xbox Reveal. Yes. Yeah, those are all rumors. I know nothing. Or if I do, I'm not say anything. I don't know. Either way. And EA doesn't make Wii U games, which we know for a fact. Right. So, clearly... They're not going to the Nintendo non-existent a, press conference at E3. They're a PC-only developer now. So we can <laughs> figure out from that. <laughs> Just chew on all those rumors. After SimCity success, they must love the PC. <laughs> <laughs> Low glow, dude. <laughs> um, on the on the sort of topic of, of E3 conferences, they're all on the same day. 
Skabam. Yep. They're all the ones that were on the first day last year are on that same day again this year. Yeah. Nintendo's was on the next day last year, and that is not... No happening. longer a thing. There is so. a gap, though, in the schedule. Like E3, that gap for Nintendo is still there. It is, because Microsoft goes first, and then EA is next. And UB and Ubi, And then usually Nintendo, and then Sony. No, 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 no I did that wrong. Sony, then I did that wrong. the next day. Yeah, sorry. Whoa, I really did that wrong. Good news if you're not attending E3, which is hopefully everyone, because... Yeah, how would you have got in if you're listening? Anyway, we don't we don't need the uh, the uh, opponents. Well, if you are in competition, if you are in Australia still, it's great news because you normally have to stay up two nights, then go to work or uni or whatever. Now you only have to stay up one ridiculously long. We well, have to do that time. anyway. Yeah, true. But actually, you can't do it the next day because Sony ends at like eleven a.m. and I think Microsoft starts about two p. Two a.m. No, oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, I put all the stuff on my calendar today using Pacific Time because it made my head spin otherwise. But if yeah. you are watching the whole thing live, you can't go to work that next day. You are going to cry, by the way. Takes a, day a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Nintendo's not going to E3, but then where is Nintendo going? Well, that's Australia. They are going to E3. They're not doing. Oh, sorry. They're not E3. doing a conference at E3, which I know. Yes. People were taking that very literally, though, and saying that Nintendo wasn't going to be there at all, which I laughed at. Those people, and then I came on and said something. They like are that. the first confirmed. Attending, yeah, probably to be attending PAX Australia. Wow, I assumed it was a shoot. I assumed, assumed it was assumed <laughs> that everyone was going to PAX Australia. PAX Australia is a thing; it's sold out really early, and no one's going. Hey, <laughs> enjoy those ticket prices. So that's um, a thing. That's not. There's not much else to say about that, really. Once they got me a fancy, I'm like, hey, we're not really doing three, but we are going to PAX Australia. Yeah. They are also the only publisher in Melbourne where PAX is, so. You would hope they're going, and they just have to like go off the road. It's not exactly home, a big home, uh, hometown advantage. Yeah, they can go there first, not early. <laughs> they can go there a week up. before, and they'd be like, "Can Maybe. you please leave? Go back to where you came we're from. Like we're not ready for an expo this weekend." Before, why are you here? This is strange. So that's things. Um, you can obviously go to MMGN and Survivor.com for comprehensive coverage at both E3 and PAX Australia. Yes, but later on, so in June and July. You can keep go actually. You can go there beforehand and just not expect that coverage and look at all the other stuff. Last year's coverage of E three that's still there. Somewhere. Why don't you look at last year's coverage of E three? Most of it probably lies. <laughs> Whatever. Not on our parts, though. Of course, not on our parts. That's what we got told. Yeah, exactly. I was told Star Trek was going to be phenomenal, and I was shown things that said Star Trek was going to be phenomenal. <laughs> and that was when Warfighter looked like a good game, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I first saw. Um, Call of Duty Blacklist, and I thought, man, I'll be playing that game eventually. Blacklist? Blacklist. Black Ops? Black Ops. No, Blacklist. It's a Call of Duty Blacklist. So I say Call of Duty. Oh, man. See, I'm tired. I'm at Splinter Cell. Blacklist. Call of Duty Ghost Fighter. I have been mixing up all of these titles myself. Black Flag, I keep writing Blacklist. I'm mixing them up. Yeah. And you write Far Cry 3, do you write Far E? Carry three. I've never done that, but I, I do that every single did time. Did keep writing Far Cry three Blood Money instead of Blood Dragon. <gasps> Fifty Cent would be really happy with you. He's like, yeah. hey, I'm relevant. No. Well, those um, Hitman Blood Money. Oh wait, so it was. Oh, that was Blood on the Sand. Can we just name games like completely the different same thing? Maybe? Yeah, Call of Duty. I kept forgetting that other word. Call of Duty Res. Gunfighter Slinger. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Gunfighter. Warfighter Slinger. Off topic. Yep. Derailed. Um, do you know who is writing Batman Arkham Origins? 
Is it a man or a woman? It is a man. Is his name John? His surname is the plural of John. That's pretty close. You were most <laughs> there. Who is it? Jeff Johns. It was the creative operational officer, I believe. Something along those lines at DC Entertainment. He is primarily responsible for the New 52 reboot. Um, he is definitely responsible for bringing Barry Allen back as the Flash, which if you're a Flash fan, that's a big thing. You will be also, so excited. He also made the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, less insane and made him back as the uh, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, like the Green Lantern. Good sentence, Stephen. Um, Stephen? Stephen. Well, I'm mad at myself. I call myself Stephen. <laughs> When I'm not mad at you, I don't call you Benjamin because that's yeah. not your name. I've learned that. Um, well, like, my mom says it's my name. Uh, when you you don't. In trouble. You never, you've never said it's that. It's the me. same situation. Well, fair enough. Um, Jeff Johns in a video game space also did a lot of the writing for DC Universe Online, which is Sony's now free to play MMO. So, Paul Dini used to write. The Arkham games. Do you know who Paul Dini is? No idea. He was the guy who did the Batman animated series in the 90s, which is why it was a big deal that all the voice cast from that animated series came back, because it kind of felt like they need to be an extension of that kind of universe. Um, I don't like a lot of Jeff Johns' decisions in the DC universe as of late. I like my Wally West as the Flash, um, but he is a good writer, so... Currently, I'm only angry at Arkham Origins not having Kevin Conroy back as the voice of Batman. Yes. Yes. But they do need a younger Batman. Fanboy rant commence. <laughs> I won't. I'll be nice. Um, so that's actually good news. We found out that on Comic Book Day. A uh, free Comic Book Day, I'm sorry, which was on this past weekend. Oh, man. I'm just segueing into, segueing into the best things ever. Also this past weekend... EB Games in the Starlight Gameathon 2013 in Melbourne's very own EB Swanson Street store. That's good. I thought you were going to say in Melbourne's very own in Melbourne. <laughs> in Melbourne's very own one of its streets. Um, you went for a bit. What did you think? Well, I went on the second morning. It was a 25-hour 25 25 marathon. Started at noon on a Thursday. The Thursday, the whatever that was. Second? That is a number that I think is right, 2nd of May. When and then I guess finished at 1 p.m. on Friday. So That's that correct. is a beast of a day. Especially if you were there the entire time, like yes. Tech Life's poor, poor Ray Johnston, who never actually slept once. I got that impression when I ran into her on the Friday. Because she was crazy pants by then. Yes, yeah, so it was actually hard day on there on Friday morning, but there was uh, the face of the organization, which was a little kid from the Starlight Foundation. Taj. Taj. He is now famous, which was a Starlight that Wish. That was a Starlight Wish, so he got to be on all the promotional posters for Starlight Week, which is pretty cool. He got to meet Mario in the person. He got to play Mario Kart with Mario. He did. Mind blown. And the Starlight Captain, or the Captain Starlights, there was two of them. They, they both got their rocket ship from Planet Starlight to come down and give him a hand. And played some pretty hardcore Just Dance with uh, Mary from High Five. Mary from High Five, yeah. So Friday morning was all going down. Friday um, morning was hectic. The people there who had been there the whole time were pretty tired. The newcomers... Full of life. Yeah, yeah. I was there Thursday night, and I, I got to go home to go play hockey, and then I was debating whether or not to go back to the EB games at midnight. Yes. But I had to go to work the next day, well, I so think I'm there like, were I'm asleep instead. A lot more events on the Thursday, because the, the Friday was very much Taj's morning. Yeah. Well, Thursday started off with... Uh, what happened on Thursday morning? I think introductions, kind of some gameplay. They... 
had Champ Chong down, who was doing some Call of Duty stuff. They had a Call of Duty tournament. I think the Vixen Gamer was there for a grand total of 10 minutes, but hey, that's 10 minutes that she was doing something for charity, so that's good. Um, Ray was doing quite a bit of stuff with Kelsey Gamble, who is one of the EB Games community managers. Or she is a community manager. She's one of the EB Games mods. Um, who else was there? Danny from Geek Bomb was there. Adrian from the Level Up Times, Andy Wells, and Talia from Game Arena. Uh, I'm thinking of other names. Bradley and Jamie from New Game Plus. The Weird and Retro guys who were also on New Game Plus were there. Uh, tons of people. I'm just listing names. I'm not saying anything that was cool. You just name dropping. Yeah, pretty much. I got in. Uh, I'm going to keep name dropping. I was in a pizza eating contest at about six o'clock Thursday night with Toady Ryan Maloney from Neighbors. Um, didn't get anything signed. Just kind of kicking Nothing. myself for that. Yeah, I know. Should just come to sign my chest or something. Uh, mem- members of the Melbourne Storm, who I could not tell you who they were beyond. You should have signed that. their chest. I should have signed their chest. At They're, a gaming event, they you're asked, way more politely turn, I politely turned them down. Um, and Champ Chong, Ray, Ray also took part. Champ Chong ate five pieces of pizza in a minute to my three. He had one minute to do this. Yeah. Ryan and I stacked the pizza. Uh-huh. Good strategy. That's a good Just idea. could only get past three. Champ Chung basically ate... It's like more than half a He basically pizza. ate two and then shoved three in his mouth with the last second, but they let him chew, so it's kind of it's kind of a win. We should have done that. Like, you know, marred in, in controversy. But uh, he won. Champ Chung. I also had to go to hockey that night, so I didn't want to throw up on the ice. Oh, so yeah. So I kind of... Yeah. Um, after that, there were some FIFA contests. I think Ray and Danny basically played Sims all night and did really weird things to their characters much to people's enjoyment um ACL this was Pro, all live streamed on these all live streamed on Twitch ACL Pro were there doing Dota and uh, League of Legends and all that kind of stuff so there was quite a bit of stuff going on um and I think and I don't know officially and I need to, I needed to chase that up this morning and I forgot I'm pretty sure they would have met their goal of $550,000 raised for the Starlight Fund Foundation, sorry, and assisting in their work with seriously ill children and young people. I felt like a really big ramble there. Did I get everything? Yeah, you got knocked it out. Yeah, Thanks. it was fun. Do you have everything you want to add? Yep. Yep. Good event. Good to see games getting involved. Yeah. And donations. Good, good community involvement. People actually donating rather than just watching Twitch and stream and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. Yep. Go team. And we have some audio from there, don't we? Yes, which we should play now. It's it's potentially 15 minutes long because it was Andy Wells and I who were very awake and yeah. very coherent. And uh, two lovely ladies, Rain and Danny from Tech Life and Geek Bomb, respectively, kind of who were delirious at this point. We'll uh, chuck it in there and you can kind of get a feel for how crazy they were and how. I think we haven't segued very well. What's this about? It's about, I can't remember. I think we just, I think we were going to use it as an opening for the podcast, so that's what I start with when, when this interview starts, but you know what? It's better here. Is it better here? It's better here. It's just us talking about how it goes. Okay. And, and gas bagging. Well, here's Steve and others. Hey, this is Steve at Survivor.com. We have a very special Friendly Firecast uh, intro segment this week. We're at the EB Games Starlight Gameathon 2013, and I have two lovely ladies. And a very handsome man. Oh, I have three lovely ladies apparently here with me. 
I'm going to get the, uh, the cross-dressing one to uh, introduce his or herself first. Hi, I'm Andy Wells. From? from well, I'm from uh, gamearena.com.au and techdaily.com.au. Very nice. I also have a very delirious, lovely lady here. <laughs> uh, Ray Johnston from Tech Life magazine. And are you delirious as well? Very. Extremely. Uh, I am Danny Johnston, or Danny Facelips, from geekbomb.net. Dot net. Um, and we're de- I just thought I would make the delirious people have a little podcasty talky chat because <laughs> Ray looks like she's going to pass out. She's. I think you're the only person in this room who hasn't slept. Is that true? I believe so. Yeah, I've seen everyone else have sneaky naps, but but I've been catching them out and powering on. I was going to get Kelsey from EB to uh, have a chat as well, but she is she currently is, zonked. She's but 25 hours, well, 21 maybe at this point. Well, yeah, that's that's the gaming part of it. But, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been up since 4.30 yesterday morning. And 7 a.m. for me. It's too early. Yeah. yeah, with about three hours sleep that night, so. And Andy and I had a, a nice normal oh, nap tonight. Mm, refresh, five <laughs> yeah, hours and 45 minutes sleep. No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm expecting a, a whole plethora of people to come through the door that have had a lovely rest this evening. Mm-hmm. Well, we will punch each and every one of them. When, when Jamie from Nintendo walks in, yes. we'll just make him do all the work and you can... Well, <laughs> but I think Mario's coming as well, isn't he? You can play with Mario. Can we? I think so. What? I had no idea about I'm this. I'm fairly certain that's When you happening. say Mario, that's do you mean I mean like a big guy as Mario. I might have made that up, but I'm fairly certain that, would be that pretty I'm awesome. making that, that up, bad. actually. Yeah. Can, I, can I ask a question uh, about um, non-gaming uh, and, and lack of sleep? Have you ever had the moment where you're, it's late at night, sitting playing something... And suddenly you find yourself and you're just holding the controller, staring at the TV, not doing anything because you're... Absolutely. That tired? You're that Absolutely. tired. And you kind of look up and you wonder how much time has passed and your character's like running against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I had a funny moment the other night playing uh, Dead Island. Um, I'm very easily frightened when it comes to zombie games and whatnot. And it's late at night. I'm home alone. So I thought, okay, I'll put my uh, playlist on, uh, on shuffle and just let it play music in the background. And I'm killing zombies, and then Let It Be by The Beatles came on. <laughs> and it was just perfect. I'm shooting zombies, stabbing them, and it's like, when I find myself in times of trouble, <laughs> Mother Mary comes to me. And I'm sitting there going, this is awesome. They should make a movie exactly <laughs> like this. Just, just became... zombie movies need Beatles. Yeah, it just became so emotional. <laughs> I was waiting for that story to finish with you asleep, staring at your controller. But to that... <laughs> <laughs> If, if that would have happened, I would have snuck like just beside you and just screamed at you, do you know just how to hard terrify it is you. Not to do things like that. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm tempted to go and do it to Kelsey, but I think she would kill me. She's awake now. Is she awake? Yeah, she was running around a second ago. What? We'll have to get her in a minute. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait to show yeah. her photos of herself sleeping. because that's not creepy at all. We Sorry. were talking about Sorry, drawing I mean, things on video. her face. Yeah. But in case she got on the live stream, what we were going to draw on her face was not very uh, child that friendly. Is, yeah. That is. So we yeah. didn't. It is no. a PG rated event. Need to keep it PG. Have we even explained why we're here? I don't think we have. I'm gonna make. Ray do it. No, not a problem. Uh, we are here <laughs> She doing... is on. She's like switched on. <laughs> we are here for the, the EB Games Starlight Gamathon. 
Uh, we're raising money for the Starlight Foundation by playing video games for 25 hours straight. All sorts of games. We've been playing some retro games. We've been playing some embarrassing games. We've been playing whatever <laughs> keeps us awake. Um, I, it's all I, been live streams. I created yes. a, um, a, a sim family last night uh, that, that consisted of a couple of awful, awful characters. <laughs> a vampire, a werewolf, a fairy, something else. And um, we put them in a room with magic beans. <laughs> Magic bean trees. Uh, once they entered the room, we, we got rid of the door, as you do. Was there say. was a solitary candle lighting the room, and we just let them go at it Hunger Games style. Yeah. Uh, however, the, the, the beans were keeping them alive, so then eventually I took all the magic bean plants away. Hadn't been paying the bills the whole time, so the repo man came and took this solitary candle away. And then I, they I all died off one by one until the last them. one was left, whose name was Arsbutt Deloria. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part about Arsbutt Deloria is that when each character dies, death comes along to collect their soul. And yeah. after the second last character died, it was just left death and Arsbutt. And rather than be terrified and run away or be sad, she tried to get with death. And started flirting yeah, with him. started flirting with death. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because she'd survived, we rewarded her with giving her whatever she wanted then for the rest of her life. And which, then it glitched and we had what? to kill her. And then it glitched and she's in a perpetual cycle now of trying to teach her toddler how to speak. And the while toddler's... They're, while they're both, a baby with death? While they're both starving on the floor. No, she decided that she wanted to adopt a child, oh, so okay. we gave her one. Oh, but yeah, she's now stuck in this cycle of teaching her child how to talk. And they're both seizuring and it's quite and, upsetting and, and to and they're both And they're both dying. They're both <laughs> starving. Like this, I'm waiting for the social worker to come. Yeah. But it's not coming. At, at this point, we should say, donate now. Yeah. <laughs> that's at... It is at start. I'm not going to point out that this isn't live and that it'll be too late. Oh, it might no, not be too late, actually. No, we'll put, it, we'll put it up very, very soon and we have until the 5th. Which yeah. is, what day is it today? You could have this. Today is the 3rd. You should have this. I think we'll have to have this on Thursday. You know, because the internet's very instant it's, like that. It's Star Wars Day and Free Comic Book Day. Oh, May the wow. Force be with you. Oh, my God. And you're going to sleep through the entire day unintentionally. No, I'm not. Um, I'm going to fall asleep at 7.30 tonight and then I'm getting up tomorrow morning and putting my camouflage Stormtrooper shirt on and going to King's Comics. Not a onesie? I don't have a onesie. I found You are this. wearing a onesie right this I am, this but it's not mine. I found it out the back when I was looking for my cardigan because I was cold. That yes, sounds, I've got a that cardigan. That sounds safe and clean. I am and such a nana. There's some poor naked person somewhere wondering, where is my onesie? Actually, I think you'll find that there's a poor skinned bear somewhere going, <laughs> where is my skin? So we're here. We're here trying to raise money for the Starlight Foundation. The we're we're we ruining are, we are. we're ruining bears' lives, and we're yeah. ruining simulated families. Absolutely, and we're it's the beings. only way to do it. Yeah, mm. and and um, discovering how terrible we are at Guitar Hero when we are completely delirious. I was quite. I felt really bad because you you I was, looked I very to upset play just it when before. everyone was asleep. And then everyone woke up again, and I'm like, oh, I just wanted to play Guitar Hero. Right, right through a little bit of a tanty. I stamped my foot. The sad <laughs> fact is everyone playing Guitar Hero right now is really, really good. And yeah, I was going to jump on, but I am not playing Guitar Hero. No, I I could have slept for 30 hours straight, and I would still be just as bad at Guitar Hero. I actually I'm haven't seen anyone play Guitar Hero for about... I reckon four or five years until today. So well, it's, it's the like kind a, of game. It's a sleeper. Yeah, it's the kind of game that you want to jump on when you're doing a gaming marathon. It's like, like the Commodore 64 here. If you've been gaming for 25 hours <laughs> and you haven't slept and you're in a onesie and, it's and you just like everybody else is sleeping. Music. And yeah, you just exactly. want to listen to music. So you're like, why can't I just make music? And oh, they have Smashing Pumpkins. And I find that a lot of us are playing better after 25 hours of sleep deprivation. I play better drunk. 
That's like an actual well, that's fact. What this that's feels a Halo like, Four. Yeah. Oh, I have this like, I have this drunk curve where I'm really, really good, and then when I have like that whatever beer, you can tell like it's it's over because yeah. then everything goes wrong. Yeah. But like four or five beers, Halo Four, I'm actually decent. You know that pizza eating competition feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I came back, and the first thing I had to do was a chubby bunny contest. So yeah. I must look like. A fat ass that or something. Was, it's like, oh, went, shove food in that guy's oh, butt. That went both yeah. beautifully. We need to give him food. That yeah. chubby bunny contest went both beautifully and horribly. I almost It was vomited. a mix of all of us laughing our asses off with mouths full of marshmallows whilst simultaneously dry heaving that'll and trying not to die. Too, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that, that'll be up pretty timely. So oh, good. Attractive. I'm happy about you that. You want it in 720p or 1080? I might as well 1080. I want to see, like, the marshmallow drool running down Mary King's face. <laughs> it, was, it was liquid. It was liquid was marshmallow by the time we got to the pleasant. end. And we're was... sitting in front of... Sorry. No, no, you keep going, because I, I want to talk I, about I'm, this, because I, I, I followed the, the tweets regarding the uh, Commodore 64 uh, comp yesterday. It was, it was pretty awesome. We are sitting in front of a Commodore 64. It has Cannabalt on yep. it. And we are sitting, I do believe still, with the reigning champion of yep. the Cannabalt run at, what, 13,000 uh, odd? 13,205. Beating. Uh, beating everyone, obviously. But yes. most importantly, beating Bradley Diyoshi. Jolly yes. of New Game Plus <laughs> fame. Jo- only and his new haircut. He nearly beat my Which soul. looks fantastic. It does. He had all this hair and now it's gone. I have to say, I'm like, Josh, you got your haircut. We're, we're focusing on the wrong bit here. <laughs> Danny has a high score in Cannibal. But yeah, Brett's hair, it's gorgeous. Okay, we're back to Brett's hair. <laughs> call him Josh, that's how delirious. I think we need to talk more about his hair. <laughs> it's so, it, well, it used to be so luxurious. Flowing. Now it's like, well, it's not flowing anymore. It's just kind of like neat. And I haven't seen it. Did you get like a number one? No, he got like a number seven. seven. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> that was a high five for hair judging. Yeah. I think we're running out of steam here. Now, no? I was going to ask, regarding Cannibal here, because um, you wouldn't have grown up with this game, surely? Nope, this no, is this is beyond your, yeah. your first time playing it. That's amazing. Uh, she gets in the zone. Like, Ray looks zoned out. Same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely fine. How late now? How, this is this is my I'm to be able fine to load the voice when I'm actually cassette. slowly deteriorating. I'm pleasant and happy. Absolutely. And so what was that? Would you Sorry. like me to I was, sell you things? On I was just saying regarding like Commodore 64, like when I grew up, the kid down the street had one, and it was just novelty that you'd like load the cassette in the cassette tape, and like wait 20 minutes for it to load up. So did you what's the Sorry, is this, is this all modded or what's the story? How's it, it worked? No, it's like an actual, I don't know. Right, no, Actually, it isn't. The, okay, the it's an upgrade. The guys know all about it, so we'll have to ask them. I am really surprised. This, this Commodore 64 has been running all night, and I'm really surprised it hasn't exploded or had a meltdown. Yeah, we've been playing if it. If it was an Xbox, you would touch it, and your hand would, like, yeah. be pained because it would be so warm. And it's, like, it cool to the touch. It's not even warm. So, I know Ray and I are about the same age. I know that Andy and I and Ray are the same. We're going to go for the same age here. I had a Commodore 64. Yeah. Did you guys have a Commodore 64 at home? No, I didn't. No. Oh, I I used a, we had a rip-off Atari. It wasn't even the real thing. I used to buy magazines where yeah. you, it had like all this code, and you could sit there, and you had to type in every single yeah. thing, like yeah. character by character. These are the and of course, like, you screw places. one thing up, one character, and the whole thing doesn't work. So you've got to go through, like, after you've typed in, like, six or seven pages of code, and you have no idea what it means. Just like, ah, da, da, da. That was the worst. Here's Kelsey. Kelsey, come here. It's the Stavada. Say who you are and what's going on. And I'm Kelsey. Good morning. Uh, good morning. What have you been doing, oh, well, apart from sleeping? Apart from sleeping. <laughs> um, gaming, 
for 25 hours straight. I taught myself how to play LOL. Well done. At like you know, 4 o'clock me? in the morning. It's really, it's, it's really fun, but at the same time, it's like, you can't be good at it. It's just, it's just like, you're, you're doomed to suck. Which is kind of good for me because I'm doomed to suck at everything. So it's like everybody sucks and I'm on the same level as them. So it's it's pretty excellent. We should all try to play Dota. Yeah. I and sat, get yelled at. Sounds like, everyone. yeah, everyone was yelling at me at the beginning. And then I was carrying for one game. So that was pretty excellent because they, they put you in like beginner tiers and everybody else was sucking. And I was like, guys, come on, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and just like all the turrets get destroyed. And I was like, what the hell? And I was raging. And then I realized that I was the person that people rage about generally. So, Aww. yeah. So do you have, you just woke up. I'm putting you on the spot. How yeah. are we tracking with... The game um, with the gameathon so far. Um, um, I don't know store total, but I know online total. Um, we are at. Let me think. Um, Our goal is five hundred and fifty thousand all up. Yeah. So the stores have made heaps and heaps and heaps. But online last year for the whole week we made ten grand to put it into perspective. This year I think we've made like ten grand in a day. So like that's yeah, excellent. that's that's not even like today. Yeah, that was just yesterday. So probably not. I'm not really good. I'm at all gonna this go stuff. wash my face because I feel horrible. Hooray. I love you guys. All right. Thank you. Peace out. I think we could finish up. You guys look like you want to have a jug of coffee. Yes, and we have to go play Just Dance. Can Ray play it in a onesie? Can you dance in a onesie, Ray? Yeah, sure. We got this. Yeah, I'm pretty, You're sure wearing... Mary, I'm pretty sure Mary from High Five has no idea how to dance. <laughs> we are just awash in celebrities. I ate pizza with Toadie from Neighbors, and now we're going to dance <laughs> yeah. with Mary from and High Five. And there were Five. some Melbourne Storm people that play sport. I love tennis. <laughs> Don't ruin it by this. Apparently it's got something to do with balls and grabbing guys on the ass. Yeah, and like they're pretty nice hockey, isn't it? asses as well okay. yeah okay thanks for joining us <laughs> on that note this has been another edition oh do that again like, of the, uh, take us out Andy this has been another edition of the survivor.com podcast <laughs> nice live from the game of the <laughs> recorded well and then inserted in a second the time it was live <laughs> here it is lovely welcome back yeah that was Sorry, do I apologize? I feel like I need to apologize. That was very good. I was, I was great. You haven't even heard it. Ben, Ben, trust me though, which ends up being his downfall. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, the last piece of news that I wanted to talk about. I have no idea how you feel about this game. Sure. Have you played Alan Wake? Yes. What did you think of Remedy's Alan Wake? I thought it was very really good. I quite enjoyed it. Would you like a sequel? That is not something like American Nightmare. Which, by I, the way, have you played American Nightmare? I have played American Nightmare. What did you What did you think? Give me all of your thoughts about those things. Um, Alan Wake, I played quite late. I didn't play it when it first came out. I played it ages after. Yeah. And I just did it all in like a weekend. Because and you enjoyed it so yes, much. Yes. It was one of those games you just want to play a little bit more and you know what? Just get it done. Yeah. And it's quite good. Um, having said that, I was kind of um, done when I finished it. It's like good ending at the time. Leave it off there. Yeah. And I played American Nightmare. Well, I didn't even finish it, I don't think. Just directly after, and I'd kind of in that point where I'd played enough. Been over it? I yeah. I stopped. So that was why I'm against it. I 
the story bit of American Nightmare wasn't too bad, but I just didn't like that kind of quasi-downloadable title sequel because it went way more action-based, and it's not, to me, what Alan Wake was. So, basically, what I'm trying to get to right now is that I've been itching for a proper Alan Wake sequel, and it looks like it's actually going to be happening very soon. Um, did you see this um, interview? In no, CBG? I haven't seen anything. CVG spoke to um, the most Norwegian name ever. I tease with Remedy. That's really bad. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. And uh, they basically said that the sales combined of 316PC copies of Alan Wake have actually been on a very um, lovely, very rewarding slow burn. So by the time that you know we're in 2013, it sold millions of copies, and that's going to hopefully warrant a proper sequel. Because it sold quite badly initially, doesn't it? It was an Xbox 360 exclusive. It was very kind of niche, and they don't do a terribly good job of, of kind of promoting it. Yeah. And it kind of, it only sold. And this is why they're saying, you know, we think it's a cult classic now, because it's selling purely because of word of mouth. If you play it, you really appreciate how good it is, and you tell your friend, and they pick it up, and so on and so forth. I um, watched the entire two seasons of Twin Peaks after playing Alan Wake because I was just so in love with the world and I wanted more of it. And, you know, Twin Peaks heavily influenced Alan Wake. So anyway, um, they, they've said it has a future. You know, they could have, Remedy could have, you know, sold Alan, or sorry, sold Max Payne to Rockstar and just walked away with the cash, but they've kind of basically came out and said that they want to invest some of that cash into continuing the Alan Wake series because they feel so strongly about it. And I... Love that idea. It's not like a huge, it's not news saying Alan Wake's coming out with Alan Wake 2 or anything like that, but it's like hope, and that's a good thing to me. So Alan Wake took about five years, didn't it, from when it was Yes, real? and it looked like, graphically it looked like it took them about five years. So about 2018 we can expect Alan Wake 2. As long as I know when Alan Wake 2 is coming, I'm fine with that. As long as I get more Alan Wake and I get a continuation of the story from the end point of Alan Wake, because that was cool. Anyway, if you haven't played Alan Wake, you are stupid, and you should. Perhaps I shouldn't call you stupid. Maybe I should just encourage you to play Alan Wake. Do that. and uh, It's so cheap now anyway, right? Yeah, it's super cheap. It's really, really good. Do that, and we'll talk. Um, that's all the news I had. Anything you wanted to add? I don't think there was. I think it's been a very quiet period. It has. It's, like, it's the pre-E3 lull, Yeah, which is nice, because when we hit E3 proper, my spleen and my brain... Probably in that order. Are you good? Like a month? One month? About that? Yeah. Have you have your bookings been going? Like I've got most of them sorted out now. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. We'll compare notes later. It's fun. There's four of us going, or three really, and it's so much nicer than going by yourself. You went by yourself last year as well. Yes. You did not like. You just could not have enough time to do everything you wanted to. Not if you go to the parties. No. Well, that's well. That goes without saying, you have to go to the party. Yeah. And just a lot of the bookings, people want to kind of get you in for exactly the same time, halfway across the... Uh, well, not, not that if the booths were together, it would make it any better, but if they wanted to have you at the same time for the same appointments, it was the worst. Anyway, I'm rambling. Ben, how about you uh, introduce the closing segment? Gabby was lucky enough to... <laughs> to win a copy of Injustice and Sly Creeper. Yes. You're not so lucky this week, but you're still... Pretty good prize. Not too hey, bad. But this week's Secret prize. Sound, the most prestigious, what is this, segment in all of Melbourne podcasts? The only segment on this podcast. 
but the most yes. prestigious for everyone else is of every course. gaming podcast in Melbourne doesn't get any rid of this. No, I'm not telling any competitors. I'm just doing background music for you now. Okay, try to talk it out. Is that like closing music to get me off? Get off this. Anyway, we haven't even introduced what's going on yet. Oh, this week's secret sounds. Yeah, I don't think we actually said the name of the segment that we were talking about. We knew. We knew. Okay, frequent listeners know. You can win yourself a copy of Dead Island Riptide on Xbox 360. Obviously, of course, would you win on this show? Unless Lear is giving it away. Yeah, pretty much. It is 360. It is a okay game. Not terrible. <laughs> you probably enjoy it. What a glowing review. <laughs> it's an okay game. I can confirm to win as if there was an embargo that it is officially a game. Listen to the upcoming sound. Tell us what it is via email, trendyfirecast at gmail.com. Comment on this post on either site or on either Facebook post. Yeah. Or on Twitter. You can tweet us if you want. This is getting too many options. If you send, if you somehow look up the postal address for Survivor and MMGN and you send us some snail mail, you will obviously not get in faster than someone else. But you know what? If you send us by mail, we will give you something. That's just so good. Oh, wow. Okay. We should, we should frantically go and start hiding our postal addresses to make it like a challenge and then something, something really good prize in that. Well, not really good, but okay. Something cool. You get a, 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 a paper, Business card of Gaetano Prestia's Gaitanio, Gaitanio MMGN business card, which I thought was real. It was just a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper. Sitting on his MMG desk in case he forgot obviously. his own um, details. I think it was a registration for something. He uh, needed a business card, didn't have one, just printed off the it. document. Nice. Good, 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 good. Um, anyway, we're rambling. Here is the secret sound for this week. Did we already play it? No. No, here it is now. Second now, and Stucky would be knocking on the door with his axe like Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> Go quality podcasting here. Um, if you know it, do all the things that we said before. Tell us what it is. Email funnyfirecast at gmail.com. Yep. Comments on either website, wherever you're listening to this podcast, unless it's iTunes. Don't comment there. If you see us in the street, come and tell us what it is. Yeah. We'll give you whatever's in our pocket that's worth about a small amount of money. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't get my phone or my wallet or my keys, but if anything else in my pocket is givable away... You can have a business card. Um, you can have... pretty in demand, especially if you're going to get Tommy Presti a business exactly. card. Exactly. It might even be made of cardboard. Maybe. In the future. It might even be glossy if they arrive. Or ma- I don't know what they're made We've of. still got a month for you three. Yeah. Anyway, do all those things. Tell us what it is. You can win some cool prizes this week. It's Dead Island Riptide, which is cool. Um, if you have suggestions for prizes that you would like to win, so you keep telling us what sounds are... Just yep. like last week, uh, do that, and we will listen to you, and we will do those things, unless it's some sort of creepy request. For now, it's time for the exit music. Do we have any? Do we have exit music? No. Why don't we? You would that? know if you listen to the I podcast think... to its point of, of, of completion, <laughs> which you don't. I think this week we need exit music to kind of sing us off. That would heighten the stance of this professional podcast quite a lot. Do 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 do. Do, do. 25 do. podcast, copyright 2013. Bye. Yeah, that was Star Trek. <laughs> We're going to Star Trek. Bye.